begin today at the bottom of Daf Nun Vav Amit Beis at the Mishnah. Zaktayilge Mishnah Omar Rabakive. Rabakive said, "Danti lufnei Rabliyazer." I was done. I was discussing the following halacha in front of Rabliyazer, and uh, we had this before. There are two kinds of halachas of tome. One is etzam kisayra, when you have the bone the size of a barley from a dead body, so that bone causes tome only if you touch or carry it, not inside an oil. Then there's another tome. Which is the tumma of Arvi is dam. A quarter of a log of dam also causes tumma. So now the question is how this applies to a nazir. So Rabbi Kiva said the following Kavachaimah. Ma metzim kisaira, if when it comes to the halacha of a bone the size of a barley, it doesn't cause tumma when they're found inside the tent. Persons in the same place, under the same roof with this etzim kisaira. But hanazir megaleach amagoyabamasoi. But nevertheless, even a Nazir, if he touches or carries it, he will become Tomei and he'll have to start his own Nazirus again. If he is Dam, if so, a quarter of a log of Dam, Shumitama Adambayel, that usually it is Mitama a person that's in the same oil with this Revi is Dam. Ain't it then? So most definitely, so it should be, that a Nazir should have to start his Nazirus again if he touches or carries it. You remember, we brought before that the Mishnah said that by Nazir, there's a different halacha. By Nazir, the amount of dam that's metamahim is only if it's a chatzi luk dam. has to be double this amount. So, but Rabbi Kiva said, here I have a kalachayim that will tell you that no, that even a is dam should be metamah this Nazir, even if not with tumas oil, but at least if he carries or touches it, similar to the etzam kesayre. So Amali, Rabbi Yezer responded to Rabbi Kiva. Maza Akiva. What, what is this that you're saying, Rabbi Kiva? We can't learn out over here these halachas from a kavachayma. When I came and I said over these, this idea, this kavachayma in front of Rabbi Shua, Omali, so Rabbi Shua told me, Yofa Marta, what you said is beautiful. The kavachayma logically is, is, is beautiful. But nevertheless, this is what was said. This is halacha This is the way it is. Meaning, you can't make kavochaimers when it comes to a halacha l'moisha misinai. So therefore, since this is halacha l'moisha misinai, so there's no kavochaimers to be said about this. The halacha remains as is that a revi is dam will not be metamed the nazar, even if you carry or touch it. So on this, the Gemara says the shaila is how do we learn the pshat and the mishnah. So we're talking over here about these two different halachas, the halacha of the etzem kisayda, that's metama if you touch or carry it, and the halacha of the is dam, which is metama even in oil. When the Mishnah over here said that it's a halacha l'mayshu misinai, and therefore you can't learn out a kavachayme, which one of these two was it saying is a halacha l'mayshu misinai? Was it saying that the revi, the halacha of the etzem kisayda is a halacha l'mayshu misinai? Or was it saying that the halacha that revi is dam is metama? Is Allah Lamashim Sinai? So Bayulahu the Shaila is Etzem Kisaira Halacha. Is the halacha of the bone size of a barley that's Matami. That's the halacha Lamashim Sinai. And therefore you can't learn any Kavachimer from it. Or the V is Dam Kavachimer. Now Rabbi Kiva came to learn out the halacha V is Dam with a Kavachimer. The aim done a Kavachimer may halacha. So you can't learn out the V is Dam with a Kavachimer from Etzem Kisaira since Etzem Kisaira is the halacha Lamashim Sinai. Or perhaps what they were saying is, Revi is dam halacha. This halacha that Revi is dam is metama a person when he's in the oil, that's the halacha lamesh misinai. Ve'etzem kisa'ire kavachaymer. 
And we're trying to say that we can make a Kavachayme from what we find regarding Etzem Kisayre to a Revi'ez Dam, that if a Revi'ez Dam is Metameh and Oyel, so for sure for a Nazir, he should also become Tameh. Ve'im done a Kavachayme Mahalacha, and you can't learn out a Kavachayme Mahalacha, meaning the fact that the Revi'ez Dam is a Halacha. The only way this Kavachayme works is by the fact that you have these two, these two different Dinim here. The Din of Etzem Kisayre, that's Metameh, only B'Maggo Masa. And the din of Revi is dam, that it's Matama even Thomas Eil. And that creates the, the, this Kavachayim here. So the question is, which one of these two was the Halacha Lameshim Yisinei, which is the reason why you can't say the Halacha, uh, the, the Kavachayim. Can the, the Kavachayim go both ways? It doesn't, it's, the, the, the Kavachayim is one way. We know what the Kavachayim is, but in order for the Kavachayim to work, what's this Kavachayim here? The Kavachayim is that Etzim Kisayre is Matama only Bemago Bemasa. And that the Revi'ez Dam is Metama Ba'ayl. So if Etzim Kisayri, which is only Metama Ba'maga Ba'masa, a Nazir becomes Tommy of it, so for sure, Revi'ez Dam, which is Ba'ayl, for sure Tommy, a Nazir should become Tommy. So in order, in order for this Kavu to work, one second, in order for this Kavu to work, you have to have both of these Dinim. So the question is, which one of these Dinim was the Mishnah saying is a Din that comes only from Allah Chalamayishim Yisinai? Etzim Kisayri comes from the Allah Chalamayishim Yisinai? Or Revi Dam, which is Matama Ba'il, comes from Allah Chalamay Shemi Sinai. So if I say Revi Yisdam is, is the... It's the same Kabbal Chaymer. You can't say it's Kabbal then. No, you could, you could. No, again, again. The logic of the Kabbal Chaymer is there, but we have a klal that we don't make Allah Chalamay Shemi Sinai when you have Allah Chalamay... You don't make a Kabbal Chaymer, that is, when you have Allah Chalamay Shemi Sinai. Huh? There's no difference. Either, either way, you can't make this Kabbal Chaymer, but the only question is why. Why can't you make this Kabbal Chaymer? Is it because Etzem Kisayr is the Allah Chalam Ha'ishim Yisinai? Or is it because Revi Dam is the Allah Chalam Ha'ishim Yisinai? And therefore, whichever one it is, you can't make the Kabbal Chaymer, correct? Basically, the Gemara Safik really is, which one of these two is the Allah Chalam Ha'ishim Yisinai? If you look here in Taisus, Taisus explains that there's a Svarah to say that Dafke Etzem Kisayr is the Allah Chalam Ha'ishim Yisinai. Because uh, the Pasik says, by, by a Nazir, it says in the Pasik, So in the simple chat of the Pasik, it seems like that a Nazir only becomes Tomei when, when it's a type of Tomei, that if you enter into a oil, you'll become Tomei. By Etzim Kisayri, we say that the Nazir becomes Tomei even without, he can't become Tomei by going into the oil. He can only become Tomei by Maga Umasa. So it's different than what it says in the Pasik. So maybe that's why you need a special Allah Chalamayishim Yisinai for Etzim Kisayre. Or Taisa says, on the other hand, the Gemara is saying, this Allah Chalrivi is Dam. You need a special Pasuk that it's Allah Chalamayishim Yisinai. Because in the Pasuk it says, Akol Nafshes Meis Lo Yavai. It says Nafshes Meis. So Nafshes Meis would be a Chatsi Luk Dam, not a Rivi is Dam. Because it says Loshen Rabbin, Nafshes. Rivi is for one Meis. Person to be able to live needs one Rivi is Dam. Nafshais meis is plural. So in order to say that is, this, this Revi is dam, there is metame, one Revi is dam, that's all, that, that you need for that halacha lamayishim yisinai. So that's the Gemara Safik. Which one of these is the halacha lamayishim yisinai? Tashamas, the Gemara brings the clear b'raisa that says, etzem kisayra halacha, etzem kisayra, this halacha that the bone the size of a barley is metame, mm-hmm. only b'maga b'masa, that is the halacha lamayishim yisinai. And Avakiva wanted to learn out that Revi is Dam with a Kavachaymer from Etzim Kisa'ira that it should be Metama the Nazir. And you can learn out the Kavachaymer of Revi is Dam from Etzim Kisa'ira, which is Allah Chalamayishim Yisinai. So that's clear that that's the Pshat in the Mishnah.
Adran Allah Kayan Gadol, this is the conclusion of the seventh Pedic of Masechta Nazir. Yeah, it's a Yeah. Okay, Mishneh, we begin the eighth Pedic of Masechta Nazir, Shnei Nizirim Sha'amar Lehem Echad. You have two Nizirim that someone, aide, comes and tells them, Reisi Echad Mikam, Shanitma, I saw that one of you became Tommy. But I'm not sure which one it was. So now what happens? Basically, we have here a suffix, which one of them became Tommy. So now they're going to have to cut their hair, as you do both if you were a Nazir that's Tommy, you cut your hair, or if you're a Nazir that's concluding your Nazir is Betara, you have to cut your hair. And they both have to bring now a carbon Tumme and a carbon Tara. But now we're not sure which one of them is bringing the carbon Tumme. And which one is bringing the carbon tar? So what happens? What do we do? And now one of them says to his friend, If I'm the one that became Tomei, so then carbon tumma shali. The carbon tumma that's being brought, this is my carbon. The carbon tar is shalach. And the carbon tar that's being brought is for you. But if I'm the one that's tar, then carbon tar is shali. Then the carbon tar is mine. Every carbon tumma shalach. And the carbon tumma will be yours. They're not the same carbonis. So they, they make this, this condition that whoever, it's a suffix who owns the carbonus, well, you see each one, the carbon will be his, whichever one it has to be. But then, following this, the Seifer and Shleishim Yai, they have to count another 30 days because whoever is the one that was Tomei, so he has to now redo his whole Nazirus. So if we're talking about the minimum Nazirus of 30 days, so now you have to count another 30 days. And at the conclusion of 30 days, Umevian carbon tara. And now you have to bring a carbon tara. If you were Tommy before, so now you're concluding your Nazirus with a carbon tara. Now again, Vaimer, so one of them says to his friend, if I was the one that was Tommy, so carbon tumma shali, so the carbon tumma that was brought was mine, and the carbon tara shaloch, and then before, the carbon tara then was yours, and with that carbon tara asi, and now this is my carbon tara. Before I brought the carbon tumma, and now I'm bringing the carbon tara, it's mine. So this carbon is not yours at all. The maniu atar. If I was the one that was tired all this time, so then carbon tara shali. The carbon tara that was brought before that was my carbon, and the carbon tumma shalach, and the carbon tumma that was brought before was yours. So the zek carbon tara sach. So then the carbon tara that's being brought now is yours. So this is the huh? We didn't learn that someone else cannot bring a carbon from another. Uh, could be. So over here, they're both. They both come. They both come to the Beis Hamikdash, bring this carbon. And each one makes this the this sort of this this condition, or yeah. that they that each one is bringing it. I it's just it. unknown. They're both here. They're both bringing the carbon. If you're it's just another, yeah. I'm not. I can't bring a carbon another for you. So they're not bringing it for each other. It's here. They're both here in the base of Mikdash, and each one is saying we don't we don't know whose it is, and each one brings it. Uh, yeah, but one of them at the end is not getting a tahara. They're both getting exactly what they need. Each no, one. Only one guy that's Tomer. Yeah, no, only. they were both Nazirim. Correct. Each one has to bring at the end a tara, carbon tara. No, not but forget about tara. Each one has to bring at the end. He has to cut his hair. Correct. And they're cutting their hair. Now, they, they're both cutting their hair, but the first time they cut the hair, what did they cut it for? Either the toma or the tara. It's a suffix. They, they, it's the same cutting of the hair. Same cutting of the hair, and either either you bring a carbon tar or carbon tumma. The cutting of the hair for the, for the tummy is the same. The same thing. Same, same, same cutting of the hair. Only yeah. by the only by uh, by the side is different. Side is different, correct. You cut all the hair of the body. 
Okay, so the Gemara Katani, what did it say here in the Mishnah? Shnei Nizirim. That we have here two Nizirim, that someone, Sha'amar Lamri, Yisiechel Mekem Shanitma. One person comes and says, I saw both of you, and I'm not sure who became Tommy. Ben Yedeye is in Mekem, not sure who it is. So the question is, how does this happen? So simply we learn the Mishnah, that means that there are three people present here. These two Nizirim, and this one person, this Eid Echad, that's witnessing what's going on. So the question is, why should this be a suffix? Why are we saying now that we have a suffix who's Tame and therefore they have to make this, this condition between them? Mm-hmm. Anytime there's a doubt whether someone became Tame and it happens in a private place in a Rishus HaYachid, what's the halacha? From where do we learn out this situation of Tome? We learn it out Misaita. Learn out from what the halacha is by a Saita and what do we learn from there? Ma'asaita, just like by a saita, the halacha is that she becomes completely tummy. It's not a suffix tummy by a saita. And what's the situation by a saita? Bayol v'niv eles, there are two people that secluded themselves. There is the man and there's the woman. And over there, what's the halacha by the saita? When there's a suffix, whether they had any relation with each other. But in a situation of this suffix, of these two people that were privately, they become vaday tome. We learn out from there regarding all other situations. Af kol safik tome b'rishusayachet. Any time there's a safik tome that takes place in b'rishusayachet, and what what means b'rishusayachet in this context? Kagain the ike be That's only if it's two people that are in a place in a private place. Doesn't have to be secluded mamish. Doesn't have to be closed, but in, in an area where there's only two people. That defines a Rosh regarding Tumah, that if there'll be a Suffolk Tumah, so then there'll be Tommy. So if so, the question is, Here the story is, you have these two Nizirim, and you have this third person that's with them, that's witnessing what's going on. So Atlasa. So if so, you have three people. So this is not defined anymore as a Rishush regarding Tumah, but it's considered to be a Rishush HaRabim. The fact that you have three people, so it's a public place. <laughs> now what's the halacha? Anytime you have a Suffolk Tumah that takes place in a Rishush HaRabim, Anytime there's a Suffolk Tumah in the Rishush HaRabim, the Da'ar of Tumah, we treat it as completely tired. Nobody's Tumah. If so, over here in our Mishnah, there should be no Suffolk Tumah at all. Nobody should have to bring any carbon for his Tumah. Sarabbarafuna answers that the third person, this aide, wasn't together with them. But this person comes and says, He wasn't together with them in the same place. He was in a distance. He was looking out of a window from somewhere. And he says, I saw that this Tumah that, that flew that went amongst you, and I didn't notice who it touched. So he's not together with them. So there are only two people together. So if there are two people together, so then there's a Suffolk Tumah and they become Tameh. Right? But over here, the Chiddush though is that even though it's Suffolk Tumah in Rishush we just said that Suffolk Tumah and Rishush they should both be Vaday Tameh. But over here, nevertheless, we're still saying that it'll only be a Suffolk Tumah. Okay, so this is, uh, he was standing far away and he was seeing what's going on over here. Taisus asks this question that uh, if so, it should be a Vaday Tumah. So Taisus over here says uh, that by, by Saita, the reason why by Saita they're both Vaday Tome is because of Vidir, what's the suffix? The suffix is whether they had relation with each other. If they did, then they're both Vaday Tome. Over here, what's the suffix? The suffix is, he says, I saw Tome touching one of you, but I'm not sure which one. Over here, it's a suffix Tome that only touched one and not the other. 
this type of Suffolk Tumen, is not exactly like Saita. So over here, only one of them will be Tame. And therefore, it remains a Suffolk. So now the Gemara says, we can see this also in the language of the Mishnah, that this aid is not together with them. I'll prove this to you from the words of the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah says, I'm not sure who of you became Tame. So what's the proof of this Lashon? So the Rishonim said, the proof here is, if he was together with them, he was right there, so then he should have seen what happened. Elamai, maybe now he forgot who was Reuven, who was Shimon, who was standing here, who was standing there. The Mishnah would have used a different term. The Mishnah would have said, Shachachti, I forgot who it is that became Tommy. The fact that it says, any Yedeya is mashma that he was far. And he saw that there was Tumah amongst them. He saw Pesasheretz or something, the Tumah, no, not a Sheretz, it has to be a Tumas Mace. He saw a Tumas Mace amongst them, but he's not sure who. So Shema Mino, this language of any Yedeya proves that the person seeing this is not right there. He's far away. Because we have a suffix here about what uh, what happened. So what happens? They both have to cut their hair the first time because maybe one of them is Tommy. We're not sure who. And then again, a second time. And then uh, they make this condition. Whoever's bringing the carbon Tumah is his or is bringing the carbon Tare is his. So regarding the carbonus, we understand that that works. What the Gemara is going to discuss over here is how about regarding cutting the hair? The Nazir has to cut his hair, both whether it's a Nazir cutting his hair, Betumah or Betara, he has to shave all the hair on his head, including the payas. The question is, if there's a Suffolk here, how is he allowed to cut off his payas? Mm-hmm. Misafik, you're allowed to be over on the lab of not cutting off the payas. Correct, but if he's not Tome, then he doesn't have to cut his hair. Mm-hmm. Right? So how is he, he's cutting... Yeah, but then you, you cut it an extra time though, extra. because you're doing it once and then twice. How could you do this here this extra time if it's only a suffix? Maybe he's not Tomei, and he's doing the lav of a kofe, which means that you take off all the hair of your head, including the payas. So Shmuel says, this is a very strong question. And we'll have to say, our Mishnah is only talking about these two people that are either Nazirim because it's an Isha, it's women that are Nazirim, or a cotton. A cotton, as we know, from the age of 12 and higher, if a cotton knows what he's saying, he could already accept upon himself Nazirus. So for the Isha or the cotton, there's no love to cut off the pace. And therefore, that's what our Mishnah is speaking about, that we allow him to cut off the, all the hairs, including the pace, in a time when it's a Suffolk. Why is Shmuel saying such a deichik, our Mishnah, is speaking about either a Isha or a cotton? Why doesn't he say that it's speaking about a gadol, an adult, regular? And and the answer would be that the love of cutting off your payas is only if a person is just cutting off the payas, but he's leaving the rest of the hair on his head. So then the lav, pa'as means only if you're cutting off the corners, of, but you're leaving the rest of the hair. But if you cut off all the hair, so then that's not, that's not what the Torah means when it says Pas Reishcha. That should have been the answer. Says the Gemara, The fact that Shmuel does not give this answer, I see from here that Shmuel's opinion is, Even cutting off all the hairs on the head is also part of the love that the Torah said, not to cut off the hairs, not to cut off the payas. We had this already before in the Gemara. The Gemara brought this regarding Metzayda and Nazir, that even if you cut off all, all the hairs, you shave everything, it's also part of the lav. Mazutre taught this answer that Shmuel just said, not on our Mishnah, but on a, on a later Mishnah here in this Patek. 
There the Mishnah says also a situation of a Suffolk. Nazir Shaya Tomei B'Suffolk. Nazir, he became Tomei. And it's a Suffolk if he's Tomei. Or Mokhlet B'Suffolk. It's a Suffolk whether he is a Mitzayda, a confirmed <laughs> Mitzayda or not. So there it says, After 60 days, which is after he cuts his hair twice, he's able to eat from Kotchim. And he's going to have to end up cutting his hair four times. Twice for being a Mitzayda. We learned about this already. Twice for being a Mitzayda. And then again, twice, once for being a Nazatame and once for a Nazatar. So over there, the same question is, how can we allow him to cut his hair with the pace in all these situations where there's a doubt if he's cutting off his pace? On that, it's what that Shmuel said, the Isha, the cotton. That it's either an Isha or a cotton where the law of cutting off the hair does not apply. says, A person that cuts off the hair of a cotton, he's actually chayiv, meaning he's over on the law of even though it's the hairs of a cotton. But he's a godl, and he's cutting off the ears of a cotton, he's going to be chayiv. So in the simple Pshara of the Gemara, it seems like that Rav Huna is arguing, at least with what uh, part of the answer that Shmuel said. Shmuel said, whether it's an isha or it's a cotton, so then you can cut off the hair, hair of an isha and a cotton. Rav Huna is saying, no, you're not allowed to cut off the hairs of a cotton. So Rav Barava tells Rav Huna, and yours, meaning your own children, Man who shaved off the hairs of their head, including their payas? So this is a very interesting question. In other words, the Gemara is saying here that Ravada Barava saw that Rav Huna's children, their, their payas was cut off. So he's asking him, who cut off their payas? So what's like the story? Why was the Ravada, uh, why, why was Rav Huna's children's payas cut off? So one shot here is that this was done because of a health reason. That's what the Mephadish here said, that they were sick, and uh, because of a health reason, their hair had to be cut off to be shaved off, including the pace. So he's asking him, who did this? Your opinion is that you're not allowed to cut off the pace of a cotton. Ravada Barava himself really argues with this. Ravada Barava holds, like it said before, Shmuel, that you're allowed to cut off the hairs of a cotton. But he's asking him, how is this allowed to be done? But the Mephadish, as I mentioned, said that this is because of a choyli. But in Taisvis, another Rishayim, it actually says that this was the derech in those times, that they cut off the hairs of a cotton for whatever reason. And uh, so he's asking him, he saw that his children, the hair was cut off. So why, why is the hair cut off? So Rav Huna answers him that Malay Chayva, Chayva cut off the hair. Who's Chayva? His wife. His wife with the name of Chayva, she cut off their hair. So Ravada Barava tells him, Chayva, your wife wants that she should bury her children. She's doing this and she's not allowed to. And she wants that her children should be buried. That's how the Roshir says, that uh, you read it as a sort of like as a question or as a wonder. So others say that uh, he said it as a statement or as a fact. Because she did this, she'll be burying her children. Right? In other words, what do you see over here? That Arvada Barava held that a woman is not allowed to cut off the hair of a man. Even though a woman herself does not have this love of cutting off her pace. But nevertheless, she is not allowed to cut off the hair of her children. So Kulu Shani All the years, all the lifetime that Rav Ada Barava was alive, so the children of Rav Huna did not survive. They they passed away. Whoa. This says in the lifetime of Rav Ada Barava. Rav Ada Barava held that in the case where the the children, 
Avada Barava's opinion was that the children, you're allowed to cut off the hair, right? But Avada Barava's telling Ravuna, you, your opinion is that you're not allowed to cut off the hairs of a cotton. If you're not allowed to cut off the hairs of a cotton, so then even a woman is not allowed to cut off that hair. I hold for a different reason, that you're allowed to cut off the, the, the hairs of a, the pace of a cotton. But he's asking Ravuna, according to you, your opinion, Isha is not, should not be allowed to cut off the hairs. Okay. So that's the story. So really, it comes out from this Gemara that there's two different points that Rav Adabar Ave and Avuna argue about. The first point is whether the pace of a cotton is allowed to be cut off. And the second point is whether a Isha is allowed to cut off pace. Mm-hmm. Pace of someone that he himself is not allowed to cut off his pace. Avuna says that a Isha is allowed. Ravuna held a cotton, you're not allowed to cut off his pace. But a Isha is allowed to cut off. Ravada Barave held that Isha is not allowed to cut off someone's pace if that person himself has the mitzvah or has the love not to cut off the pace. Mm-hmm. Says the Gemara, what's the source of their machlekes? Mechdi, let's see. Tarvayus, Viriluhu, they both, Ravada Barave and Ravuna both agree. Hakafas, Kolareish, Shmo, Hakafa. Shaving all the hairs of the head, including the pace, is part of the love of Hakafa. So over here, when this child, the hair was all shaved off, that's not what they're arguing about, whether that's allowed or not. They both agree that it's not allowed. So what is the basis of their argument? Says the Gemara Ravuna Sova, Ravuna says, The Torah says these two together, not cutting off the payas, and also not destroying, not cutting off the beard. So I learn not to compare them. Whoever the lab of Ashkasa applies, the Isra of not cutting off the beard applies. Yeshleya Kafe. Holds as the lab, not to cut off the pace. When it comes to women, since the lab of cutting off the beard is not applied, and the simple shot is because there's no that physically doesn't apply to them. So So they don't have the lab of cutting off the hairs, the pace as well. So from here we see that they are allowed to cut off someone else's payas. A woman is allowed to cut off a man's payas if for her the love of payas doesn't apply. Well, the love of cutting off the beard doesn't apply. So the love of cutting off the payas doesn't apply. So even a woman to cut off the payas of a man is also not an Isra. That's his source. But I've had about Why can you tell on herself, she's not allowed to work. No, 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 no. True, but that, no, he learns out. Even regarding the Isra, I'll explain that in a moment. Okay, let's see, one second. For Avada Barava Sovar, Avada Barava holds, Echoda Makif, Ve Echoda Nikif Bemashma. When the Torah writes, Loi Sakifu, Loi Sakifu, so there's two, there's two different things that are included in this Loi Sakifu. Loi Sakifu refers to the person himself, which his hair is getting cut off. That's called the Nikif. The person that's, that the, the pace is being taken off. And Lois also includes, you should not cut off, which means makif, someone else that's cutting off the pace. So echad ha-makif ve-echad ha-nikif b'mashma. That lotion includes both. The one that's cutting off the pace and the person that his pace is getting cut off. And the iskish makif l'nikif. And since they're both included in this one posik, so I compare the makif, the one that's cutting off the pace, to the one that his pace is getting cut off. If the Nikif himself, the one that his pace is getting cut off, is Chayev, he's not allowed to cut off his pace, so the one cutting off his pace is also Chayev. But for high cotton, when it comes to a cotton, since the cotton himself is not Chayev, he's a cotton, there's no ancient for him, and therefore the Chayev of cutting off the pace for him himself does not apply. The Mechayev, uh, again, 
Vuhu Guf Elav Bar Einshin Hu Demachayev. He's not Bar Einshin. Makif Nami Loi Machayev. So therefore, the one that cuts off his hair is also not going to be Chayev. This is so. This is what again? See, even a man and even a, a, a man, a, a godl that cuts off the hair of a cotton will also be potted. So this is the source of Rav Adar Barav's opinion that when it comes to cutting off the hair, so a man is allowed to cut off the hair of a cotton. The point over here is, as some Achrenim explained, the Karen Ayra explains what the Gemara is saying is the love to cut off somebody's payas. What's the, the iser of cutting off someone's payas? Is the iser because you're causing this person, the nikif, to be nichshal in the iser, that you, his payas are being taken off. If that's what the point of the iser is, so if you're cutting off the payas of the cotton, since the cotton himself is not mechoyiv, so then the makif, the one that's cutting off his hair, is also not being oivah in iser. Because you're cutting off the payas of somebody that he himself has no chiv, has no iser to cut off his, he's not a baroinchen. But it could be that the iser of the makif to cut off the hair of a person, it's a separate iser for him. Not because he's causing the nikif that his hair should get cut off. It's a separate iser on the makif that you may not cut off this hair, this pace of a yid. So it doesn't matter if the person you're cutting off his hair is a cotton or not. Right? And therefore, Rav Hunas says that you can't cut off the hair even of a cotton. And the same thing also, this is the same pshat also in the machlekes regarding a isha. Whether a isha can, can, is allowed to cut off the hair or not. Right, so whether the it goes together these these two these, these two in Yanam over here. Meaning you can't okay. cut off anybody's hair. Right? The cotton, even the cotton. That's the chiddush of uh, of uh, huh? So, so.